welcome back to the Dauntless Dreaming Podcast. Uh, we're back. It's just me and Ankush this week. Um, you know, we thought we'd change it up a little bit, get back into, you know, doing just our thing. Um, so anyway, how are you doing, Ankush? I'm doing fantastic, man. Um, it's It's been a long week, to be honest. Classes are kicking in. Um, but I'm very excited. It's a Friday. I'm done with my classes right now. Um, just feeling feeling great right now, honestly. Um Every day kind of just feels the same, as you know, but um, I've been able to talk to a lot of my friends and also just being in classes, I think I've just made new friends as well. So that is pretty exciting, to be honest. Yeah, I've been taking a lighter load this semester and it's kind of showing because like all my apartment like roommates, all of them are just, you know, busy with their classes and I'm here playing 2K like three <laughs> hours a day. But uh, yeah, it's definitely like ramping though. up. I, I definitely got to Yeah, I have a midterm coming up this um this week. Oh, so sure. I got to crank things up you know yeah i feel that yeah i have a midterm coming in i think two weeks but to be honest i don't even think what's going on in that class um and i'll also <laughs> just like you i'm i'm taking uh i'm basically underloading the semester because last semester uh but my biz my internships just keep me busy so there's that yeah i could definitely take on more but anyway let's go ahead and get into i guess the topics of this week First and foremost, I know I know you know what's coming up this weekend. <laughs> Super Bowl, Super yes, Bowl Fifty Five. Yes, who you got? Who you got? Wait, are you asking me who I'm gonna actually yeah, yeah. go for? The Chiefs, mm. the Bucks, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. I don't know, man. I mean, the Chiefs look. I feel like they they have a clear clear win coming up. To be honest, um, I don't know. They're sixteen yeah. to two, um, so. Yeah, no, they're unstoppable. But you know what's you know it's kind of funny. Uh, well, it's yeah. not funny. It's actually really serious. But did you hear about that incident where the the Chiefs players were all going to get a haircut, and it turns out their barber had COVID? <laughs> Wait, had really? COVID. I didn't know. I didn't know that at all. I can only imagine the fear in like the players' eyes. Like, just imagine you're standing in line, and all of a sudden you find out the barber has COVID. Like, you're you're getting out of there. Wait, fast. so like, were like literally all of them in line outside this like barbershop? Uh, so something like that like i don't know if it's like a barbershop i'm pretty sure they have a like a closed like building or a room in their practice facility just for haircuts but everybody's that's trying crazy. to get their cut ready like you know have, look fresh for the game <laughs> that's crazy i hope they get tested though before before the game too yeah just to, just to make sure yeah it's interesting it's like i was planning on getting a haircut this week too and i was just like fighting my impulse because like for the last year i've just been getting haircuts from my parents because you know it's a safe thing to do how's but that going like, for you <laughs> dude my hairstyle is whack i'm so glad we don't do actual like 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 video recordings but like i'm just scared because i think by the way like like the way that my parents cut my hair it makes me feel like as if my hairstyle will never return back to its normal because like they've just cut it in such weird ways that i can never describe to my barber exactly what to do now <laughs> you're just gonna go to the barber and you just you're just gonna be like hey can you just make me bald for now? I gotta, I gotta press the restart button here. I don't know what's going on in my hair right now. No, nah, bro, you have no idea. Okay, so the first time I got a haircut, right during during this pandemic, my dad, like, he basically took the razor, put it to one setting, and just went through my whole head with that one setting. <laughs> like, like I don't know what his reason. He's just was. trying was like, to give you a buzz cut. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, come on, man. Like, the the hair on my sides is shorter than the hair on my top. Like, when have I ever gotten a haircut like this? Like, you've been to the barber plenty of times. I've had a haircut like that crazy. before. Um, and I remember literally my head looked like an egg. 
like I didn't even have a beard at the time and it's just like <laughs> it's like like my face is like so round and then my head just looked really round too it just it doesn't work man it really doesn't work I was just like talking to my uh family my my grandma actually the other, the other day and she was just telling me like as a kid I never really cared too much about like my haircuts like I would I would used to rock the you know like the mushroom cut like, oh, I don't yeah, know if yeah. you ever had that as a kid. The bowl cut. The, the bowl, bowl cut. cut. Yeah, like no, it was. It wasn't like a fade. It was like a sharp line. Like literally, going from mm-hmm. like this from your sideburns. I had a sharp line <laughs> going back to the back of my head. So it was a real mushroom. Then. It was literally. <laughs> I looked like a real mushroom. That's that's what I used to rock, and I I used to I used to be happy with it. I thought I looked pretty sexy, to be honest. So, but <laughs> I mean, it makes yeah, sense no. that that's why I I never. I I don't think I am pretty sure that I didn't really have a lot of luck with the ladies back then, and I'm pretty sure I know why. <laughs> oh yeah, no, same. I think I think uh, like my again my my like when I was a kid, my hairstyle was literally like take an inch off like everywhere, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it just didn't work out. And then slowly I started learning about fades and like combing my hair. Like I actually started combing my hair on the daily. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my hairstyle right now it's it's whack, man. I, I wear a hat wherever I go when I leave this house because I'm like, I cannot be seen with the haircut that I have right now. I got to let you in a, in a sneak peek. I think I, I haven't told you yet, but um, we might have a potential guest coming up that actually cuts hair on the side. Oh, snap. I think I might know who it is. Who do you think it is? But we can, we'll, we'll we can talk cut about it that too. more off we, the we, podcast. We can so. cut it off, though, if you want. Yeah. I have some ideas too for future guests, but uh, I think we should get back into the podcast, right? Yeah. Um, so one thing I was I wanted to um, talk about is um, so how are they going we... to handle the the halftime shows for uh, for the games <laughs> that's coming up? Because I saw the weekend have, is going to go no solo. Idea. You know, the weekend is going solo. So no, I think it's just going to be straight up like they record it beforehand, right? Mm. I don't know. Do they do it in person? I haven't really looked into it too much, but the weekend man he's 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 got some good hits but i feel like he's literally taken a lot of influence from like like 80s music and 70s music like it just mm. seems kind of generic for that time but like now because there's so much variety in music it really stands out i mean i um, think you can see that pattern with a lot of stuff on tiktok too um there's a there's a lot of old trends that are coming back you know oh he and, definitely he definitely blew up because of tiktok let's be let's oh 100 oh 100 but i mean he he was definitely popular before too but i mean now yeah i mean now he's really blown up like out of proportion so i like his i like his albums though i think his his albums do hit different did you see that album cover that he had the one with his like fake <laughs> botox his fake, uh... oh my god dude that 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 is a meme that is an actual meme it's so funny you know, I was kind of scared. I was like, I I hope this is fake, but knowing Hollywood, I'm not like, I'm not like it. it chances are it could be real. Like forty percent, it could be real. Sixty percent is probably fake. I mean, he probably had. Idea. He definitely had that whole makeup. Oh, oh, are you? Oh, do you mean it as of like maybe he did get a plastic surgery? Yeah, I was like maybe he did. Maybe he did. He maybe looked like he, did. he looked like Squidward from the SpongeBob movie. Or like SpongeBob. <laughs> the the handsome Squidward. <laughs> yeah, handsome Squidward. <laughs> that's so funny yeah there's like a lot of memes of like the fat weekend and then like also the obviously the plastic surgery weekend too um but it's it's hilarious i mean it's so funny i feel like we've talked about everything other than the most important part of the <laughs> <people>. <laughs> yeah 
But yeah, I, I can't wait to see like who wins. I really want Patrick Mahomes to win because I'm I'm tired of Brady, man. He's won too many rings and his team is just stacked. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just ready to see a change. You know? But anyway, for our audience out there that aren't into sports, uh, our next topic, uh, Wall Street Bets. I know we're a little late to the party. This happened like a week ago, but you know, this past week we wanted to see whether or not the momentum would keep on going with GME, AMC. Did you did you buy in on any of that? I did not buy in on the on the like the GME and AMC stocks because um, I actually do stocks on the side too, but I don't trust myself in investing in stocks that are there to what I like to call pump and dump. You know, these stocks are there. Yeah. They're going to basically, they're going to get a bunch of people to pump a lot of money in it and they're going to dump it out as soon as, you know, the price reaches basically, as long as the, as soon as the price basically skyrockets to the moon, which is what I hear all the time, you know. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> Go to the moon. I actually uh, also dropped in into uh, Elon Musk's talk on Clubhouse. I don't know if you, if you heard, but he was giving a talk on Clubhouse. I heard about it. I didn't. I didn't join in because I didn't hear about it until about like late yesterday night. Like I didn't know what happened. <laughs> it was. It was very crowded. Uh, I actually couldn't get in the in the room because it was like already six thousand people in, like literally before it even started. And mm-hmm. I had to literally go on YouTube and look up like the live stream. Um, but we were we were hoping him, you know, for him to actually drop the word Doge or something like that because I was ready to buy some Doge coins and I was like, I'm gonna wait for him to drop the word. I'm gonna go in and buy it and then sell it as soon as I see the start, the, you know, the price starting going down. Dogecoin um, definitely went up though. I think mm-hmm. he like tweeted about it or something, right? He yeah, he tweeted again. It's crazy because I I don't understand, but there's definitely a correlation. Like as soon as he tweets about basically, you know, GameStop, GameStonk, and Doge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. literally just go the price. You know, you 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 literally see the price go skyrocket, which is crazy. Because I I don't know, does 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 he really have that much influence in the stock market, or like do I, I guess like do people on Reddit just see it as a as a meme? Like they just see it as a signal, and they're just gonna start pumping in. I don't understand. See, I'm a, I'm a very amateur investor, right? But from like, okay, so I've had an interest in stocks since I was in high school. And what I've learned is that there's two sides to like the stock market. One is the hype mm-hmm. and just like, you know, name dropping anywhere in social media, any celebrity, if they mention something, uh, it blows up, right? Like, for example, um, this isn't really a celebrity talk, but do you know what CCIV is? Churchill no. Capital or something like that? Um, they're a SPAC, basically. And there's rumors that Lucid Motors... Uh, tesla competitor might merge with them just the rumor alone has people hyped and the stock jumped from like ten dollars to thirty dollars this past week or the past two weeks that's crazy and then the other side of the coin is like reason and like actual finance like how well is this company actually doing quarterly like are they bringing in Mm -hmm. money like how do they look like 10 years down the line five years down the line and there's plenty of people who make money both ways like Mm -hmm. like on hype and then on actual like value um, the, the only difference is people who like invest in the short term and like, you know, pump and dumps, GME, all this stuff. There's a lot of risk. Like, yes, there's a lot of success stories. Like you've seen these people make like what millions of dollars. Who's yeah. the guy? Like some guy made millions of dollars from that GME move. Yeah. I think it was on, uh, it was on Reddit. Like he made like, I think, I don't know, $25 million. There was a guy that made like $25 million, which is crazy. It's funny. Cause I, so there was this rumor going around about, uh, this crypto called XRP. It's it's basically Ripple Coin, um, 
and people were talking yeah, about me. yeah people were talking about how they were there was a telegram going around and there were about 200,000 members in it i joined in and i saw there's like 200,000 members so i actually bought in $100 worth of xrp and yeah <laughs> i definitely yeah it got down to so they were saying that they're going to start pumping it at 8:30 a.m. eastern time i think last friday or something like that and mm-hmm. i was like oh bet i'm going to put in $100 i'm going to see where it goes cuz i you know i'm still like playing around with crypto i'm not really used to investing in like the whole pump and dump strategy so for me i invested like $100 in and then i realized is that the the, the stock price actually went up about at 2 a.m. that night so yeah. by the time it was 8:30 i woke up i saw the stock price just kept going down and down and down and down and it was like $75 by the time it ended for me and i was like god damn i could have if i was up till 2 a.m. i could have actually made a $40 profit from it so you can imagine in a, in a long term investment, how much is forty dollars really? Well, how much it, is $40 but that's really? that's you only ca- you have to pay capital gains, right? Yeah, but again, I only put in hundred dollars. Obviously, if you're putting a lot more money in it, if you're putting a thousand dollars in, then you're actually you know you yeah. you're just gonna pretty much end up making another four hundred dollars, which is which is pretty crazy. And there's a lot of people that take those risks. Um, and I think uh, I see a lot of people like on Reddit and on and on different group chats, and it seems like there's a lot of people that have experience with it. But that experience obviously comes from mm-hmm. losing a lot of money over time. And then they learn how, you know, how basically the whole market manipulation works and how the creating a hype around a product actually works and how you can make a lot of money from it. Um, but yeah, it's pretty, it's very risky. And yeah. that's why I don't, I don't like to play around with it too much. I would just, I would just much rather see my Apple stock and, you know, my, my Uber stock keep mm-hmm. going up, which is, which is what I like to do. <laughs> Yeah, and you're invest. You're talking about cryptos. Cryptos are crazy volatile. Like I understand the Very. hype behind it. Like I remember in high school, like I was paper trading, which is basically trading with fake money. Yeah. Um, and like I was doing it the right way, right? Diversifying my portfolio, investing mm-hmm. in like Tesla and a bunch mm-hmm. of other stocks, like ten other stocks. And then my friends, as a joke, decided they were just gonna put all their money in Bitcoin. And this is like right before the boom. Yeah. And so a week a week passes, and I've made like maybe a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars profit. Yeah. And they're sitting like two times, like five times their their original like uh pop. Yep. Like, that's what happened crazy. with me too. And then that's I just what got pissed off. I, I put in I had about so I actually like spending bitcoins wherever I can online, whether it's like buying products, like there's a lot of peer to peer marketing uh going around and you can use bitcoins to buy products. So I literally went in and uh, I think I had about three hundred dollars in my wallet and I didn't in I think at that time the Bitcoin was around eight thousand dollars. Like it wasn't. I think it was like right after COVID. It was slowly going up more and more. And then the next thing I know is like I checked it the other day. And it's at like twelve hundred dollars right now. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I have the money sitting in a savings account. I mean, it's it's only twelve hundred dollars. It's it's not a lot of money. But I was like, I'm just gonna put in a savings account where it's compounding six percent interest. So if you all want to actually know. Like if you all want to invest Bitcoins or any other crypto, I, I would suggest look into BlockFi. It's basically uh it's basically an account you can put in basically put in all your all the all your crypto from your wallet and put it in a savings account and it incurs interest and it incurs about six percent interest every year. And I strongly believe in the fact that and I'm still learning is you don't want your money if you have money sitting around, you don't want it to just be sitting around. If you can if you can find ways to earn interest on it definitely try to do that because that that stuff will definitely add up 
whether that's like, if, you know, after graduating college, um, there's a lot of my friends and I'm thinking about investing into Roth IRAs. Um, and then obviously thinking about if you, if you're going to buy a house or rent a house, obviously buying a house, you have equity that comes with it. Um, there's a lot of different things that I'm learning slowly and slowly with my, with my free time, well, whatever free time I can get. Um, and it's pretty interesting that how you can really, you know, you know, how you can really basically double up your money, uh, that's sitting there and that's really doing nothing and just by, you know, investing it into the right places. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. Uh, I was listening to a podcast a long time ago, right? With this billionaire real estate in- investor, basically. And he was talking about the difference between like business people and entrepreneurs and say the average Joe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, like, let me give you an example. Like, say I actually do pursue um, pre-med, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I have this huge, like, like, like I just have a huge college loan after, like I have to take a huge college loan and I'm stuck in debt, like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. The difference between a business person and someone that's, you know, not financially literate, they would just, you know, work, work, work all the time. And, you know, instead of like, like say they make $500 in a month, right? They, they gave those $500 to pay off their loan. But what a business person would do is they would take that $500 and put it into investments and make that grow. And yes, like investing is kind of risky, but at the same time, there's safer options, right? So if you put it in a bank, like what, what's the highest percent, like percent interest you can get? Like 2%, maybe like yeah, a little bit it's less. Some, I think most banks don't even give you that much too, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so like um so basically what this billionaire was saying was was that people should, you know, take all their money and put it into stocks, not individual stocks like, you know, Tesla or Microsoft, but ETFs where, you know, it's a it's a um I don't know, is the word like just just like a bunch of different stocks in in one thing so that say for example if Tesla drops, right? If this ETF is only like 5% invested in Tesla, you're still you're still making money in other ways because you're also invested in Microsoft and all these other um, companies through that ETF, mm-hmm. and so there's safer ways of investing. So I think I think going on into the future, whenever I you know accumulate all the all these like college loans and whatnot, uh, I'm definitely not going to be like you know taking my money that I make from my monthly allowance and immediately paying off my debts. Instead, I'm going to invest it, and hopefully, instead of taking maybe like say six years to pay off my loans i'll take three by investing yeah i i also found out because i recently got a car um it's a prius shout out to priuses because uh you know that gas that gas mile is real i actually drove to faithful yesterday to um get my grandma a covid shot and came back and literally like my gas tank is still like 90 percent full Mm -hmm. and it's crazy like i literally drove for an hour came back and it's it's like like it's absolutely crazy, like how much money you can save up with it. But um, I was looking into, you know, because I also pay monthly installments on it. And as someone that's like, you know, young and, you know, I'm still like 22 and I just got my mm-hmm. first car and obviously my mom kind of helped with it. But there's a, you know, there's like a lot of interest that I have to pay on top of the car and obviously with the insurance. So one of my tips is to keep start looking into credit unions. Um I don't know. I don't know much about yeah. student loans. I, I I know some people. I know most people have to obviously pay interest on student loans, but find out ways that you can maybe uh, get a different lender that might be able to reduce the interest down. 
a lot of times uh, there are credit unions that actually specialize in giving you lower interest on your auto car insurance. And I'm pretty sure there there should be other options for student loans like that as well. Um, trying, to, trying to get the interest down as low as you can. I mean, really, it really does help because, I mean, trust me, even a 6% interest on a car like the one I have is like I'm paying an extra thousand, like, I don't know, extra like $2,000, $3,000 uh, by the time I'm going to end up paying it, which is still a lot of money. You know, yeah. um, it's it's tough because obviously I want to, you know, basically pay it up as fast as I can. But I know that I would much rather benefit if I actually invest that money into savings. And obviously, like I just talked about, if you have money that's sitting there, definitely try to find out ways um, to keep getting compound interest on it, which is which is what you want. And traditional banks are not the best answer to earn money on on your money right now. Um, yeah. I would definitely say there are a lot of, uh, you know, new apps that are coming out. Um, I just started, I just looked into this app called crypto crypto.com and they had a lot of hype when it came out a couple of months ago and apparently they're, apparently they're, uh, their debit card, they have a debit card. So you can actually put in like, um, so basically you take, you know, if you want to actually put in your money from your bank into, into their account, basically they give you an actual account you go in and then you actually put in uh, your money as uh, I think it's called like true USD um, in, in crypto, in crypto, they have this thing called true USD, which is basically a uh, dollar for, you know, it basically converts down to, you know, $1 is going to be the $1 currency into true USD. Um, so you can literally store in and, you know, actual dollars into the savings account. And it actually does end up actually making your money uh, over time. I forgot how much interest it gives you, but basically if you get their debit card as well, um, I think they give you cashback on Spotify, Netflix, and also Amazon Prime. So you, you don't have to pay any of that per month, which is what I obviously pay for uh, every single month. And then also at the same time, I think you earn about 6% interest on your, on your money every three months, which is absolutely mm -hmm. crazy. So there's a lot of startups that are coming out and they're coming up with new ways to uh, revolutionize, you know, economy. And they mm -hmm. offer a lot of really good options for people to invest their money into and, you know, just make money over time. And there's no risk involved. A lot of times these, these startups have really good insurance and audits. Um, so you just have to do your research. And yeah, I mean, definitely look out for other non-traditional ways to make money for sure. I think we should definitely mm -hmm. also consider, <laughs> I should also consider like making this podcast into like a money kind of thing, like a money kind of podcast yeah. as well. Cause I, I actually really enjoy looking into this research a lot, of, a lot of times. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, we need to find ourselves someone to bring onto the show because as much as we know in investing and, uh, you know, putting our money, I'm, we're not, experts we're still, we're still amateurs into this. And I, I mean, my, my research really just comes from YouTube videos and Reddit, you know, so I'm definitely not an expert. Yeah, mine, mine's a little bit similar, but I've also had a couple of friends who've, you know, pointed me in the right direction. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, uh, again, I want to make a disclaimer, right? We're, we've been talking about cryptos a lot. Um, for our audience out there, if you've never invested before, please don't invest in crypto right away because, again, yeah. it's very volatile. And uh, it's it's just hype right now. Like, don't, don't do that. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Like just focus on, you know, first starting off small by investing in these more mainstream companies like Tesla, Microsoft, understanding how my, like stocks work and then slowly get into more riskier ones. 
Uh, funny story, right? So I, I got my Robinhood account a month ago. <laughs> I was trading with my dad's account before that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all my investments were safe. But then I put $50 in this uh, penny stock company. I was like, if by chance they blow up, like, I, I'm invested in it. But, like, now, looking back on it, like, if I tell people, like, hey, I'm invested in Jaguar Health, people are going to be like, that that sounds like a scam. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> what, what made you think that this was a good idea? And I was like, I don't know. I heard a lot of hype and people were, like, saying it was going to blow up, like, five times, ten times. And I was like... You know what? I got fifty dollars to spare. Like I'm not. I don't care about that. <laughs> the the thing about market is just so unpredictable. Like who would have thought GameStop would like out of all things, GameStop would be something that would blow up. Um, I, I don't. Mean, it was I just didn't... a pump and dump at the end of the day. It wasn't like yeah. anything else other than you know, uh, people sh- like uh, selling short. And, you know, I wonder uh, how does it affect GameStop at the end of the day? Obviously, oh no, they're still, still going to go down. Yeah, I mean... it's down now. They're they're done. I think. They need to definitely change their change their whole model because Not everything is so. everything is becoming digitalized, and I think they definitely have the money to shift their models into something else um, because they're going to be the next blockbuster for sure if this keeps going. Yeah, and they deserve it too. I never ever like uh, sold my games to GameStop because I wasn't about to <laughs> nah, get five dollars. Nah, nah, don't ever do that, bro. Don't ever do that. I will say a funny story though. I do have like two fifty dollar Amazon uh, GameStop gift cards, and when they do file for bankruptcy, I'm just gonna go to like a local GameStop and just like buy up everything uh, like for sale and be like, "This is what you guys get for messing with me for like the longest time." <laughs> Yeah, I think um, there's just a lot of online marketplace. I know, like, if I want to buy a game for my console, I just go on eBay. Um, there's a lot of, like, other websites, too. It's just pretty easy to get games from there. I mean, it's much cheaper than just, like, only GameStop. Um, I don't know. I was just thinking about it, you know. Um, I guess, like, speaking of, like, online retail, I was just thinking about how Jeff Bezos just quit out of the blue. Um, oh, yeah. Um, you know, his CEO job at Amazon. I don't know what he's up to now. Uh, I don't know what he what he wants to do, but I mean the man is what is he still the second richest man? Did is Elon still up there? Yeah, Elon is the first richest man, and Jeff Bezos is the second. Um, first, <laughs> the the richest. The richest. I mean, I don't know if you saw his tweet. He was just like, uh, I heard that I'm the richest man now, and then like 20 minutes later, he just tweets, "Oh, oh well, back to work." <laughs> yeah, what do people even do with all that kind of money? Like, you could literally buy like cars every single day and still like have enough money for everything else it's so funny there's a there's like videos of like jeff bezos like on youtube like basically paparazzi's like recording him for like 10 seconds and there's like if you go to the comment section you can just see this man just earned thirty five thousand dollars in this 10 seconds of you wasting your time on this video and i'm like god damn that's a lot of money um i mean yeah, i don't i don't think people realize how much one billion dollars is it's not like 10 million it's, it's like, a thousand it's a, it, i like to say yeah. it's a thousand million that's a lot of money. That's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous all I need money. is like a thousand million, and I'm all I need is like one million, and I'm set for life, kind exactly. of right. Because I'll exactly. put that in investments, but like that much money, a billion. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I mean that's just how capitalistic society works. You know, the rich keeps getting the rich keep getting richer, and the poor keep getting poorer. Which yeah, and Robinhood makes it a point <laughs> to let me know that yeah, the Robinhood did exactly what Robinhood is supposed to do. <laughs> well, no, the complete opposite of what Robinhood. Is oh supposed no, I mean to do. yeah, he, yeah, they definitely did the complete <laughs> opposite 
of what they're supposed to do. But Even now, I'm still getting notifications. It's like, uh, the market is very volatile. Please don't invest in GME and AMC. I'm like, I'm, I never invested in them to begin with. But the fact that I'm getting these notifications makes me somewhat annoyed and upset that like they're, you know, in ways sort of manipulating the market. Yeah. Do you do you in some way actually feel sympathy for Robin Hood? Because I feel like, um, I feel like they kind of just got in the middle of this whole thing where they obviously had to protect their, you know, their one of their biggest investor, Melvin Capital, uh, from basically being bankrupt from the whole thing. So, and I'm pretty sure like Mel- Melvin Capital probably had a lot of power in the in the board seats of Robin Hood too. And honestly, I mean, obviously they they did the wrong thing. And I I feel like at some extent they are deserving, but at the same time, it's like I I don't know, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean they were doing pretty good before, change. you know. They were doing pretty good before, and I really really like Robin Hood, and I actually wanted to work there for the longest time. I mean, not now, obviously after what has happened, I don't really want to work there anymore. But yeah. um, I mean it it that's the app that really got me into investing in stocks i can just go in and just buy, just buy a stock pretty easily i i signed up to the app and it gave me a five dollar stock and like i remember like a week later or like two weeks later it turned to like twenty dollars i was like yo that's pretty cool you know yeah. and then i really got into it and that's that's pretty powerful i feel like robin Hood definitely left a good amount of positive impact before the whole you know the shmeel happened last week but i mean they're, they're still a very like good site to get involved with like for new investors mm-hmm. like um um i think i also use jp morgan mm-hmm. um they have a lot of like useful stuff but robin hood in terms of it's like access accessibility uh, <laughs> eh. they're in terms of their accessibility right um robin hood is one of the best and they also have a lot of like resources and the entry fee is very low right like mm-hmm. you don't have to pay much yeah, but yeah, did you know that they're gonna make a movie about this whole Wall Street bets thing? They're I mean, already they better in the do. process of they're already in the process of like like uh, casting and stuff like that. Are they like? I wonder if they're just going in and just talk, you know, just doing an AMA on Reddit. Ask me anything. I am the casting director of Netflix, and then like there's like people that are probably DMing them and just be like, "Yo, can I be a cast of the movie? I made like twenty five million dollars <laughs> off this." Yeah, no, Reddit Reddit is king, man. Everything's on Reddit these days. No, every I, single thing is on Reddit, dude. Everything. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's just me, but like, Reddit always felt like a like like a C list social media site. You know, it's like it was never up there, and and now recently with like you know all these YouTubers doing nothing but like Reddit videos where they oh just, yeah KSI yeah KSI and all those people. Now I'm like becoming to like realize how powerful Reddit really is. Like even like uh, this past week, right? I have this entrepreneurship class. Um, and one of the entrepreneurs that we were, I guess, interviewing for a panel, they were talking about how they found all their information for their business from a Reddit page. Mm-hmm. Like there's like a Reddit group where they basically, you know, talked about entrepreneurship and yeah, building your own business and building connections. And I was like, that's that's crazy that Reddit has all these stuff. We did the, um, I mean, we kind of did the same thing with our podcast too. I was on Reddit all the time, and I learned about how to make clips with you know different apps um and how to make uh or like what softwares are best for uh editing clips and making po- you know posters for a post um how to promote stuff on instagram how to hashtags work everything is on reddit and i think one of the reasons why reddit is such a big powerful platform is it's because of the subgroups 
And when you know you're making a subgroup, you're basically getting all the people that are interested in a topic basically pulled into this one giant platform, right? So if you're in like on on Wall Street bets, it's always going to be people that are very much interested in stocks and taking risk. And obviously the karma system that they have really just adds up to it. So people that are, you know, looking at posts that are very useful or are very insightful or they can just kind of just get a laugh out of, they're going to be the one that are, that get upvoted and the posts that are irrelevant are the one that get downvoted. And I think that's how social media should be. I think there's a lot of lessons you can learn from Reddit and take it on onto other platforms. People, there's a lot of people that like Twitter. There's a lot of people that hate Twitter. And the whole point of hate that comes to Twitter is the fact that they basically, you know, everyone basically thinks, and I believe this too, that it is basically accessible. There's just a lot going on all the time. And, you know, it, there, I don't know. Like, I feel like with Twitter, it's just a spectrum of emotions that are flowing all the time. And yeah. a lot of times, like, I just enjoy browsing Reddit because if I want to see memes, I can just go to the subreddit and see, <laughs> I mean, high-quality memes, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, but but Reddit's still, like, there's some dark parts of Reddit, oh, too. Oh, yeah. And there's, <laughs> sure. there, there's like, subreddits that are made all the time, and I've, I've, I've got to some weird ones, some really, really weird ones. Yeah. Um. And sometimes it just, you know, the, you know, the people that are the moderators of Reddit or I don't know who is like going in and checking into subreddit. Sometimes they just don't realize it, that there's just, you know, subreddits like that and it takes time to get deleted. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that, get, that gets shared on these type of social media. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of social media. Uh, we've blown up quite a bit in the last couple of days on Instagram Reels. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, shout I feel, out to, I feel like uh, yeah, shout out to Instagram. Yeah, I'm like Reels. a little drunk. I'm a little drunk from like uh, all these like views that we've been getting. Cause like whenever I see anybody that I know, like in my close friend circle or in the Chapel Hill community, and I see that they've posted Reels, I'm like, oh, that's a thousand views. That's that's nice. We we got a thousand on <laughs> ten thousand on one of our posts. Two like, two of our posts. Back of my Actually two. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, two of our posts. Um, I mean, I think yeah, it speaks volumes like, about like, I mean, Reels is basically a copycat of TikTok, and I think it speaks volumes about like the you know the whole sh- the whole point of like short clips, you know, videos that that are quick and straight to the point. You know, they gotta squeeze everything in thirty seconds, and there's a yeah, there's a lot of people that want that kind of attention. Like I deleted TikTok, but I literally find I actually find myself using Instagram Reels now. And I'm like, why don't I just get TikTok? They get the TikTok back because if I'm just yeah, no, using t- it, TikTokers just post their TikToks on Instagram Reels because like it's another platform for them to pl- like upload their same videos. Exactly. But but yeah, and and uh, the whole experience, right? Like I remember the second time we blew up, like the second time we got like ten thousand views. Um, I physically had to put my phone down and walk away and talk with my friends because I was so glued to my phone and just like refreshing the page constantly yeah. to see how much more we could get. It's but crazy. Yeah, that, was, that was crazy. It was crazy. I remember I literally called you while you were taking a shower. I literally kept bringing your phone. I was cooking. I was cooking. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's it sounded like you were like actually taking a shower. I don't know why. Now nah, my roommates heard me like screaming, and they and then I went when I went to go tell them about you know that that we'd blown up. They're like, yeah, we already knew because you, you know we can hear you through all these walls. You scream at the top of your lungs. <laughs> I will say though, we're we're still not on TikTok. That's like a 
burden that's like a barrier that we're not ready to jump i guess a hurdle that we're not ready to jump at the moment just because like i'm just afraid like say we put something up right like i don't want someone to be scrolling and all of a sudden they go from seeing like the wop to like to seeing something educational informative and positive like our clips i think tiktok has a has a different kind of kind of energy than what we like to post on our podcast i think we like to be very chill and informative and tiktok is all hype and like just flashing things at your face you know yeah like the silhouette challenge yeah exactly exactly <laughs> how to get rich quick five easy step number one you know it's 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 very quick and you can definitely get a lot of success from it but um i think with our style of podcast i think the focus that we try to have is on instagram and youtube because i think that's where it's supposed to be just like you know like i don't think we can imagine like a joe rogan kind of style podcast or you know yeah compulsive kind of style podcast being on on tiktok it just wouldn't work you know yeah and i was watching i think an episode of impulsive recently mm-hmm. and he was talking about how clips were so important because he like he like us he uh, like logan paul recognizes that you know this form of long form content is only good for a handful of people like not many people like to sit down and spend an hour of their week um, listening to a podcast. So mm-hmm. for the future, we're definitely going to emphasize uploading these short little 30-second clips or even five-minute clips on YouTube. Um, but yeah, uh, for our audience out there, just let us know what you are interested in. Also, there's this app called Stereo that the Sidemen have been plugging over the last week. It's a podcasting app huh. where you basically uh, like have a live podcast. And people can just log into the app and ask you questions, whether it be like through audio or through text. And so we can just be like talking and all of a sudden they'll ask us a question like, hey, uh, what's your preference? Uh, McDonald's or Taco Bell or something like that. And we would be like, of course, it's going to be Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) That's my answer, uh, too. Yeah, but I think that's a cool platform. But again, I don't know what that's going to be like, like, you know, doing something live. I personally like how we like record things and then I get to edit it down and make sure that, you know, what I say is clear and, you know, effective. I think, I think that's a different kind of, uh, podcast, you know, I mean, I know podcasts that do, uh, you know, we're going to go ask, uh, you know, we're going to go answer, uh, our audience's questions like once a week. And I think, uh, you know, when you're doing that, it kind of becomes very spontaneous. We'd like to have some sort of, some sort of structure to a podcast. So it's easier for the for the listeners that are listening to a podcast they can kind of just follow along with it you know but when you're just asking questions then you know you're going to get abruptive um out of the blue and then you know we don't we want to obviously keep that professionalism and integrity in, in our podcast it does sound pretty similar to what clubhouse does obviously they're marketing it to you know, as a podcast app but you know clubhouse mm-hmm. uh you know you basically make a room or you just go and join a room and just join in the conversations you can ask questions, you can discuss, and uh, the app is extremely popular. And it's crazy because the app is not doing anything super special. I mean, I think we we already have ways to have live chat and, and you know, just people joining in and having a talk. But I've seen, I've dropped into conversations with like Lily Singh, like out of the blue, I saw that on Clubhouse. And I've dropped into it, obviously, with Elon Musk. And it's crazy, like, how... Um, I think the I think those kind of conversations just do seem a bit personal for some reason, because you know you're you're able to go in and ask questions if you're obviously loud on the stage. Um, yeah. I don't know. You really just do feel involved because you feel like you're literally one step away from talking to that person that you really admire. 
Yeah, no, it, it's very cool. I just don't know if I could stay composed, you know. <laughs> like, what, yeah, what's what your you view? What's your view on? Yeah, what's your view on like this controversial thing? And I'm just gonna be like, 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 do I just say I'm not comfortable talking about it? You know? Hey, Elon, Bitcoin or Doge? And don't <laughs> say your answer until after I've put my money in. <laughs> hey, Bitcoin or Doge? And then he just says Doge and like, oh shoot, wait, wait, wait. Let me put my money in real quick. Yeah. Um, and then I guess we were reaching the hour mark soon. The last thing I want to mention is someone in our community thought started their own podcast. And it's very interesting to see like from the outside, right? Because we had this whole journey by ourselves and it was pretty intimidating. I'm not going to say the name of the podcast just because, you know, out of respect. Um, but uh, yeah, seeing the struggles that they're going through, I'm like, damn, we went through that about six months ago. Um, like to see how far we've come and the hard work that we've put in like uh it's definitely like shocking to me that i'm still committed to this podcast 10 episodes later right like we're still here and I'm i like, think a, i think a part of it's just like we we really vibe and we just have fun with it i think we 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 have learned to have good conversations and you know i i remember i actually went back and listened to our first podcast with isaiah and i was like oh man <laughs> i sound so cringy like what am i talking about and you know coming back to i guess like the recent podcast i've done with you know vaishnavi and merv and wally and then like all the new guests that are going to come in um yeah i feel i feel very confident in my ability to just i guess like speak with people but like also make good connections and I'm I'm very excited. I I actually enjoy this. I feel like for me, this is kind of a debrief session as well. Uh, I don't really get to have talks with friends like you know how I used to, obviously yeah, pre quarantine. Sure. So this is always a fun mm -hmm. time. And you know, I actually want to take take uh, take a moment to thank our viewers. I mean, not our viewers. I guess our viewers on Instagram reels, but thank our listeners uh, on Instagram. Listeners, viewers, supporters. Yeah, everyone yeah, that's actually involved. Anyone you know that's actually going in, sliding in the DMs, and just hyping us up um, and saying, "Yo, you know, we're we're very excited to see the growth that's coming in." It's all it's it's because of you guys that you know give us so much support that it keeps you know it just makes us keep going. And uh, yeah, just just I'm just very thankful and humble for for you, for yeah. all of you that are actually going and listen to our podcast and i actually do get texts from friends too like now like as more people get to know about our platform i get texts from my friends they're like yo by the way i'm like working right now but i'm gonna actually listen to your podcast with x you know the xyz guest and i'm like that's that's a really good feeling you yeah, know it's so cool and and uh last thing i want to say is like um, for all these new podcasters out there who are just now getting into it, um, whether it be this podcast that I'm referring to or just anybody in general, right? Feel free to reach out. Like we're all about our connections and anything that we can do to help you guys start your process is just, you know, it's for us, it's like very entertaining and it's fun for us to, mm -hmm. you know, reach out and help, help people, you know, achieve their goals. Cause at the end of the day, like podcasting is a platform for you to share your views and, we definitely want to help you establish that platform and hopefully help you grow alongside us. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you got any closing remarks? Yeah. Um, so if you have made this far into the podcast, uh, you're definitely our number one fans. I want to say again, thank you for listening and uh, please feel free to drop any comments on any topics that you guys want us to talk about. Uh, we'll we'll definitely do our best to talk about it in our next person session, but this has been very fun, Aniket. Oh and yeah, yeah. And, and last thing, um, if you want to come on the show, 
uh, reach out to us. We're not we're not shy. We're, we want to have everybody on the show because <laughs> I think everybody has something unique to bring to the table. And, you know, the, the most important thing for me with this podcast is just building connections, uh, even more than the views, even more than, you know, the popularity. It's just mm-hmm. building connections with people who can help me later on in my life. Yeah, and I think you feel the same way. Yeah. And yeah, I, I just want to echo the same words, too. And uh, I guess I just want to end with this a point about networking is just like networking is really is key. It really has got me to where I am today, uh, whether that's career wise or even just like finding the right groups of friends, you know, meeting friends of friends. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm I, I am always looking forward to talk to new people. So this would be a great opportunity. Just please reach out to us on our Instagram page or you know message and you know me or Aniket if you know us personally and it'll be great to have you on the podcast yeah and uh i don't know we still don't have an outro so uh, again check check us out on all of our different platforms that we've just been talking about you know anchor spotify itunes instagram instagram reels uh we're diversifying baby (laughs) tiktok i don't know probably not but you know keep keep an eye out in case we ever do make that hasty decision i guess but um but yeah uh tune in next week we'll probably have an episode hopefully i don't you know die from taking this midterm exam next week (laughs) but uh but yeah we'll catch you later all right y'all take care